You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Joining me today is Ducks Unlimited Magazine shotgunning columnist, Phil Bergeli. Phil, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And I wanted to bring Phil on to the DU podcast today to discuss something that's becoming an ever-increasing trend, and it is the 20-gauge duck gun. More and more hunters, hunters out there are using the 20-gauge. Things have changed. I know uh, Phil and I have talked. He's starting to use a 20-gauge. But, you know, Phil, you wrote a column a couple years back just on the, that fact, the 20-gauge duck gun. And so what were some of the first things that you kind of recognized as you started to see this transition or as it came about that people started using these 20 gauges and and why? We in the United States have always liked small gauge guns. We're we're unique in that in the world. Most people shoot 12 gauges for everything. Uh, But we have always, always liked small gauge guns. And I just think as as guns and ammunition and chokes have gotten better. People see that they can shoot a 20. I always, also, anytime I see a change like this, I just assume it's because hunters are getting older and weaker and fatter and they want want smaller guns. I know know that's not true. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of younger people who shoot 20s too, but that's, you know, that's always the the first thing I think about. Um, When I wrote that column, actually, the the phenomenon I was looking into then was uh, there are several clubs in California that require 20 gauges. Uh, they believe besides that it, it cuts down on, on long shots. They also think that the, uh, the slightly quieter report of the 20 gauge actually 
helps them hold ducks better on their clubs. Hmm. You know, they're convinced of it uh, or, or they've convinced themselves of it one or one or the other. Yeah. But uh, those are kind of the two, um, the two reasons that, you know, from a, from a management standpoint that, that these clubs have done that. And it seems to work for them. They have great hunting out there, but uh, you know, in general, I think People just say we like small gauge guns in the United States, and and if you if it's one of these things where if we can shoot a duck, or you know you're seeing a lot of twenty gauges in in the turkey woods now too. If you can shoot a turkey with a twenty gauge, people want to do it. People think it's fun. Yeah, and the you know and one thing you know our uh, one of our editors in the past has had talked about um, he switched to a twenty gauge because of a, a health issue. He had had mm-hmm. surgery. And he was like, I'm going to step down to this 20 and see if, you know, he notices a big difference. You know, and one thing with that, it's not necessarily the recoil changing as much, but it's the light of the, the, the weight of the gun being so much lighter that he could kind of get it up to his shoulder mm-hmm. in, in a little. In, and I, I see here a lot of people doing that. So maybe it is, you know, some people are getting older and they want to switch yeah. um, or, you know, you blame it on people getting older and fatter. And I always blame it on the, the marketing machine. Um, of of the waterfowl community, you know these these massive marketing uh, geniuses yeah. that some of these gun companies have really pumped this out. Yeah, we do have to sell more guns to the same people because uh, they're not making that many more hunters these days. There, so there is there is that aspect of it. What I find with the twenty gauge, and I've been shooting a couple different ones this season so far. It's not so much the weight as there are some really light twelve gauges now too. Mm-hmm. It's how trim the guns are. That's what's kind of fun about them. Uh, they're yeah. just they're just not as big around. And, and, um, so it's, it's an easy gun to shoot, I think. Um, and I'm kind of, this was like a, an experiment for me this year. I just thought I was gonna do all my hunting with 20 gauge and probably do all my bird hunting with 20 gauges too. I'll probably go back to my twelves when, when this is over. Uh, but, um, I am enjoying it now. I've got a, a Benelli M2 that I've been hunting with lately and it's, it's a fun gun to shoot. Yeah, that M2 is very popular. A lot of the guys that I hunt with uh, shoot that gun, and they, most of them won't shoot anything else. I mean, they swear by it. And I, I have a uh, a 20 gauge that I I got when I was you know 12 years old. It's a little Mossberg 20 gauge pump, mm-hmm. and I shoot that quite a bit still to this day. Um, I've talked about that on some past podcasts. Is how I kind that's kind of my go to. I go back to it on occasion, but I also shoot an A400 light. It's a Beretta's version that is. Uh, I think that gun weighs, you know, right at six pounds. Like mm-hmm. you said, it is, it is very slim. It is very light. It is, you know, easy to handle. Um, for me, it's a great gun in the flooded timber. Uh, it's, it's just ideal. Sure. And, and, you know, waterfowl hunting, whether it's in the timber or, or in the little pond that I'm hunting, uh, if you do it right, it's more of a 25 yard game than it is a 40 yard game. We all, obsess on the long range patterns and the, you know, 90% at 40 yards and that kind of thing. But really, if you, uh, if you shoot your ducks and geese over decoys, the shots are pretty close. At least that's the shots I like to take are close. That's, that's what, those are the shots that make it fun. And, uh, and for that, a 20 gauge is, is totally fine. You know, that it's those where it gets into a, a gray areas when you get a really windy day and those second, third shots as, as birds are flaring out. So you have to be restrained. You have to make your shots count, but, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've had no problem shooting ducks this year and, and, uh, actually had a, had a couple shot a double on, on a couple of Canada geese that came into my decoys the other day and that was no problem. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this experiment. It's fun. 
Yeah, that that was going to be my next question to ask you is I know that you uh, you prefer, you know, that during the late season, you prefer that uh, we, we had the conversation that you prefer the 10 gauge. And now you're going to go from a 10 to the 20. You know, that's a pretty big step. You're taking quite a leap. Are you going to late season Canada goose something with the 20 this year? I'm going to try it for a while. I'm, I'm kind of excited <laughs> to have this new 10 gauge. It's just like I have too many guns and not enough birds to shoot them at. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about shooting that 10 because that particular one is new to me. But yeah, I, I will. I will try it. I won't. You know, I, this is not something I'm, if, if I think it's not working, I'm not going to keep shooting birds with a gun that I don't think is adequate. But uh, especially if, you know, if I'm hunting by myself and taking picking the shots that I want, which is a lot of times how I hunt, I can I have quite a bit of confidence that uh, 20 gauge is going to be an adequate goose gun for me. Not not great. Uh, you know, the birds I shot the other day, they were close enough. I could head shoot them both. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you can do with it with any gun. But then uh, I have some I have some ones and I've got some non-toxics too. some. I've got some old uh, Remington Wingmaster HD fours that I know will be a, a fine goose load. Um, but you know, part, you know, part of this too is I want to shoot what my readers can shoot. So I'll, I'll be shooting the ones and twos and that kind of thing and, and see how those do on geese. But if I think it's not working, I'll, I'll pick up the 10 gauge. In fact, I may bring the 10 gauge with me to the field just, just in <laughs> case, <laughs> just in case it turns out to be one of those days. Cause I don't, you know, I don't want to, this is not something where I want to cripple birds just, uh, just to see if I can shoot them with a little gun. Yeah, no. And that, you know, that's, that's something that people need to keep in mind is, you know, just doing it just to do it is one thing. But if you put in a situation, like you said, on a windy day or, you know, ducks or geese aren't quite committing to the decoys the way you should, you know, that's something to keep in mind with a 20. If you're there, if you're sitting there with a 20, maybe you don't take that shot. You know, it's something to be a little bit more cautious about. Um, But you kind of hinted on it. And this is my next question for, you You know, things have changed drastically as far as, um, ammunition, non-toxic options for, for smaller gauges. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do you think that leads to the popularity of this is that some of these manufacturers are getting so much better at creating a much better 20 gauge load? I do think so. I think, uh, the comeback of bismuth, I think has been a big part of it. Um, because it's not as some of the tungsten stuff is such, you know, yeah, you could shoot it you can shoot TSS and kill ducks at 60 yards with a 20 gauge, but at $10 a shell, most of us won't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that includes me. But, you know, the price of business has come down a little bit. Um, I've been shooting bismuth threes and it's they've been working really well for me. Uh, so I think that is part of it. And the steel loads are better now too. You give up velocity usually in those, those uh because you know, only there's only so much you can put into one of those hulls, and so high, only so high you can raise pressures and so on. I'm not a big fan of velocity anyway, so I don't really feel like I'm giving up much there. So then it really is it's more like an eighth or a quarter of an ounce of, of pellet count is what you're giving up, and also, you know, in a 20 gauge hull, you can't you can't load them with BBs and triple Bs, and they just don't hold very many. Yeah, uh, you know, the capacity is better for smaller shots. So there is there's limitations to it, but uh, yeah, I do think that the Ammunition is a lot better. Um, you know, to get back to this this Benelli I'm shooting, it's one of those performance shop guns, and it came with a couple of custom choke tubes in it. And the patterns I shot with them are really, really good. And I think there's, you know, that's part of it too. Uh, that's I'm really impressed and, and be totally confident in shooting at a 35, 40 yard duck. I don't, I won't do it. I don't, I, I hope not to do it, but I'm pretty sure I could. 
having seen what these things look like on paper. Yeah, and, and I'm just going to assume that you're shooting uh, one of the Rob Roberts performance. Mm-hmm. It's a T T two. Yep. And uh, I haven't even tried the tight choke yet because the the medium range the T two is so good. And and because also I I hunt um, mostly in a little pond and actually this year it's really little because we don't have any water and uh, it's it's a funny year I will stare at the sky and see no ducks anywhere and then the few ducks I do see are just there they are over the decoys they're they're seeing this little scrap of water from wherever and I don't really see them until they're backpedaling so it's worked out really well those are the shots I'm getting those are the shots I want and uh, for that the twenty gauge. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside is just fine. What do you like for ammunition? You say you've been shooting a 20 forever. You're you're like an early adopter. Uh, you know, as an early adopter, I was one of the original, uh, you know, I always shot steel. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of that was just a cost. And I, I think any, you know, twos to fours, mm-hmm. I would shoot Canada geese on a regular basis with a steel two uh-huh. um, and not blink an eye. But again, like you mentioned, it's one of those things where, I wasn't taking 35 yard shots. I was taking 20, 25 yard shots on Canada's. So, and a, a two is my favorite. You know, when I shoot, you know, where I hunt, there's always a pretty good chance of geese, uh, as well as ducks. And so I, I steal twos are pretty much for me the all around waterfowl mode. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that changes if you go to a 20 gauge, except that then you either need to choke tighter or take closer shots just so you don't run out of pattern density when you get out to longer ranges but yeah it's, and my kids i started them both of them off with with two and three quarter inch 20 gauge youth 1100s uh mm-hmm. because those are the those are the softest shooting semi-autos i could find and i i wanted them to shoot a lot when they were young so they could hit what they shot at when they went hunting and uh, we shot 
you know, so that's, that's like a three quarter, seven, eight ounce, a three quarter ounce load. I think a lot of them. And, um, I forget now, but we shot threes and fours out of those guns and yeah, they had no trouble killing ducks. And we, we were calling shots for them really close during all those, through all those years of youth hunting, but it was not a problem. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, in my 20 gauge, I've always shot a modified, mm-hmm. um, and, and I do the same now, you know, with some of the newer, you know, more highly advanced guns that, I, that I'm shooting. You know, like I said, the A400 light, you know, it's just a modified choke, um, factory choke. It's nothing special. Um, and it patterns very well, you know, especially even out to 35, 40 yards. I'm fairly confident with that gun. Mm-hmm. Um, once I get out that far, I'm usually, I'm usually shooting a higher end non-toxic shot though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I shot, you know, multitudes of, of different ammo. Um, but you know, just recently the, that boss 20 gauge is a, is a really nice load, the copper plated, um, you know, Kent offers some really, really good, um, bismuth loads at a reasonable Mm -hmm. price. Um, I shoot a, I shoot a lot of those. And then when I go to a 12, I'll shoot the, I'll shoot the the Kent and the boss as well. It's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, they seem to be, seem to pattern well um i know a lot of guys say switch to a full choke with some of those i i haven't noticed that much of a difference um staying with the modified even with the 20 gauge so what i see with with bismuth is usually it's it patterns about like lead used to or maybe a little bit more open than that uh you know because of but uh you're you're making up for that because you've got extra pellets you're using smaller shot and extra higher pellet count, so you can get a, still get a pretty dense pattern out of it. And uh, so I've, I've been shooting Rio threes is what I've been shooting. Oh, okay. So yeah. far, and they've they've been working really well. As people, you know, get these new twenty gauges, do you recommend like going through a whole host of different ammos, or do you recommend as far as patterning and getting accustomed to this new twenty gauge? Do you recommend people, hey, go with what you're used to and start with that? and see how it works or, uh, you know, are you recommend people kind of start from scratch as from a ballistic standpoint? It's, it's always my default to tell people to start with what they've got, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes what you've got is just fine. Uh, you know, in fact, try your, before you run out and spend a bunch of money on choke tubes, try the, try the tubes that come with the gun. You know, some of those work pretty well. And, and then if you're not happy with that, you can go out and start spending money on, on custom chokes and, and whatever else you want. I say the ones, the ones in this gun I've been shooting are terrific. Uh, they would, they would be worth that extra money. Um, but yeah, you should always, always start with, with what you're used to, uh, and, and take it from there. As there's, uh, although for some people, part of the fun certainly is trying all those different loads, seeing what works the very best. Uh, you can get, way too caught up in it, but waterfowlers have a tendency to get caught up in that, but, they uh, do. uh, but that, Hey, that's what keeps the engine rolling. Um, <laughs> you know, one more question for you in, and, and this is almost like a personal question. I, I shoot a 26 inch barrel, mm-hmm. um, on my 20 gauges. And, uh, and I don't know if that's just because that's what I was accustomed to. Like I said, with that old Mossberg that I shoot, it's always had a 26 inch barrel. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I prefer that over a 28 is your M2 a 28. It is. And then I've, the other gun I've got, which I have not hunted with, I'll, I'll be taking tomorrow morning, is a uh, CZ Redhead Over Under. Mm-hmm. And that's got that's got 30-inch barrels. Uh, it feels oh, like wow. a target target gun. And it's, um, except that it only holds two shells, I'm pretty excited about shooting it. I, I tend to prefer longer barrels just because I spend time target shooting and I like, I like that feeling 
in a waterfowl gun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I say that and then I'll, I'll pick up a gun with 26 inch barrels and enjoy shooting it too. So some of that is in my mind. But yeah, uh, I was, I was getting ready to ask you, like, what is the main difference there, you know, other than two inches? The main um, difference is, is just a little bit, well, you're two inches closer to the duck, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, no, the, the main difference is just a, the balance and the feel of it and a little, little extra weight forward, I think makes a gun swing better. Uh, that's, that is the main thing to me. Um, but again, you know, we're talking, the shots we're talking about, when you're taking 25 yard shots at ducks that are hanging over the decoys or just starting to come out of the decoys, it's not that, like I say, it's not that hard a shot because we can all miss them, but um, it's not one that takes a whole lot of swing and momentum to the gun. It's, it's a pretty easy shot to make if you just point at their heads and pull the trigger. Yeah. And, and is there anything that you change about your approach as far as your blind bag and things like that? Um, when you switch to the 20 from the 12 or the 10, I guess, um, do you have like a separate blind bag with just 20 or, or is there, you know, with different tools and things like that? Is, is there any, you know, almost like on the accessory side that you have to, to modify the way you approach the hunt? I, you know, I don't, I just make sure, I just make sure that when I'm done shooting a 20 gauge, all the 20 gauge shells are far away from my bag so that I don't wind up dropping one into a 12 gauge. That yeah. is, that is the, the safety aspect of, uh, of mixing 12s and 20s or even hunting with people with different gauge guns that you always have to keep in mind is that that 20 gauge shell drops right down into the chamber of a 12 and then sticks in the forcing cone when it gets to the main bore and then you load a 12 gauge shell after it and then you blow up your gun yeah. which you know we don't want to do that uh so yeah you know i have to be careful about that when i am loading and unloading my pockets and my bags and just make sure you know, i you know, and make sure if I've got shells in the loops of my waders that I take them all out because those are usually ones I grab in a hurry to shoot at cripples. And so I don't want to be, you know, if I decide I want to go back to a 12 gauge, I want to make sure that I'm not grabbing 20 gauge shells out of my wader loops in a hurry. Yeah. So that's, that to me is the main concern. Other, otherwise, I do carry, a lot of times I'll take a cleaning rod to the field in case I get an obstruction or a wad or something. So it, if, and I usually don't even have a brush on that, but if I did, I'd want to make sure I had the right size brush but other than that no uh just you know just gotta be careful with the ammunition because there is a a safety concern there yeah i've noticed that on occasion you know and and not very often um but i have run into the problem shooting the 20 gauge especially with a group um you know the the unfortunate thing is you better you better bring enough ammo because if you run out you know, you're, you're sitting there watching everybody else. Shoot. I've actually done that before where I forgot my blind bag and I had like, you know, a handful of shells. I was like, yeah, I'll be all right. And ended up running out of ammo. And then I'm like, Oh, has anybody got any shells? And I thought, Oh man, I'm the only one sitting here shooting a 20 gauge. So, uh, I'm out of luck. Yeah. There is, there is that. Hey, are there any modifications that, that you would not recommend with someone switching to a 20 gauge? Like, um, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about personalizing and doing different modifications to, uh, to your gun. Is there anything that when you switch to a 20, um, or someone else out there that you would say, Hey, you know, I probably wouldn't recommend you going to the, either the, the butt pad or, you know, anything like that. You know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, it's it's still a duck gun and still works the same way. It's just a little smaller. I'm not I'm not personally a fan of accessories like enlarged bolt handles, but uh, we've talked. But that's that's not really a gauge dependent thing. I I think 
mm-hmm. you might want to think, and, and you discover this in your preseason pattern, and you might want to think a little bit about your choking. It may be different than what you're used to with a 12 gauge. You may want, if you think you're shooting farther or need extra powder density, you might be tightening a choke or, or making an adjustment that way in terms of accessories. But uh, otherwise, no, they're guns. They're just a little smaller. They still work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my last question here is really, you know, with, with more and more people going out and, uh, and buying 20 gauges and, and mm-hmm. switching to these, these smaller gauges, you had written a column on, you know, buying used guns and, and what, what duck hunters should kind of look for, uh, when they're, when they're buying a used gun. And, and I thought that'd be a good topic to touch on just, you know, somebody's out looking for a 20 gauge. What are some things that, that you would recommend they look for? Oh, I was going to say, uh, that means you can pick up people's cast off 12 gauges cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let them switch to a 20, you buy their old gun. But um, I'm trying to think about They say there are a lot more waterfowl, dedicated waterfowl type 20s on the market now. Mm. Um, I have, you know, my, uh, this is Benelli I've got in the CC. These are both loaners. My personal guns, I've got an old uh, Beretta 390, which is a great gun. And a, a 20 gauge Express 870. What I guess I find when you're looking for a small gauge gun, don't wait around. They go fast. They always go faster than the 12s. Yeah. Um, if you see one just just the other day, my local store got in one of those old special field 1100s, those straight grip, short barreled bird guns or tr- cool guns from the 80s. Uh, and if I had a reason to buy it, I would have bought it. And if I was going to buy it, I would have bought it. As soon as I saw it, because it had come in the day before to the store, I saw it and the next day, next time I was in there, it was gone. People, people grab 20 gauges. So if you see one you like, go ahead and get it. You probably won't have any trouble selling it if you decide you don't like it. But uh, if you're, yeah, if you're looking for a 20, don't, uh, don't wait around. Yeah, that's a very good point. You know, with as hot as 20 gauges are, jump on it if you find one. And, uh, you know, and also uh, with everyone switching to the 20 gauge, that's a good point. You could probably get a little bit of a discount on a 12 that somebody's putting away. Well, yeah, you look at, uh, especially if you look at, at some older collectible guns, you'll spend a lot of money on a on a 20 gauge small gauge Model 12 or Browning Superpose or something like that. And the 12 gauges tend to be bargains. So and this is a whole different conversation we're starting now. But yeah, you you find find people's cast off 12s and buy those and don't feel sorry for yourself that you're not shooting a 20 gauge. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, Phil, this has been a great conversation on 20 gauges. You know, the popularity continues to grow with these small gauges. And it's uh, it's awesome to have you on and kind of just talk about some of the different things that even you, you know, switching to a 20 gauge this year. It's very timely conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. I will continue to enjoy it. I uh, am kind of eager to get that 10 gauge out at the very end of the year, though. He's still itching with the 10 gauge. That's awesome. I am. Hey, Phil, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thank you. I'd like to thank my guest, Ducks Unlimited Magazine shotgunning columnist Phil Verzaley for joining me today to talk about 20 gauges. I'd also like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for putting together the podcast and getting it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on Ducks Unlimited Podcast and supporting wetlands conservation.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside.